Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. of the British government launching long-range ballistic nuclear warheads. They are apparently initiating a nuclear attack on the new Kingdom of America. Everyone in America, if you are watching this news report, this is not a drill. America is under nuclear attack. Seek shelter immediately. As of this moment, we are being told by the office of King Asylus and Lord Jeremy Orr that the nation should take precautions in the event of a nuclear attack, but no further details are being given. In anticipation of this attack, everyone here at the news station will be relocated to an underground bunker and broadcast the latest news from our own bomb shelter. are about to reach their coordinates. The first is 37 degrees, 27 minutes, 3 seconds north latitude, and 52 degrees, 32 minutes, 59 seconds west longitude. Three more just a few miles behind it. Fire in five seconds. Four, three, two, one, fire! How long before it drops? It should drop harmlessly to the Atlantic in roughly two minutes. Don't wait for it. Lord Shelley, there are five clusters coming in at once. Three more nukes. I'm sending the coordinates on your screen. Fire in five, four, three, two, one, go! Dropping out of the sky, we've got them on satellite. Two more clusters. How many seconds delay before firing? Wait five seconds before they reach the exploit. Then fire. Kingdom Radio Theatre.
My name is Jack Tracer. I'm a private detective in Neon City. Though you won't find me investigating cheating husbands or tailing crooked cops. No. In Neon City, I solve crimes of a supernatural nature. Demons, succubi, and cults are my target demographic. I don't solve these cases alone, however. Since diving into this mess of monsters and mayhem, I've teamed up with next cop, a vampire hunter, and my most indispensable partner of all, the lovely femme fatale, Red. You can listen to all episodes of Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen to all episodes on our website, evilkittenproductions.com. And now, if you'll excuse me, Neon City needs me. for America's destruction at the hands of a nuclear holocaust. But the enemies of the new kingdom learned the most shocking truth imaginable and the world entered a new reality. Nation after nation in the European alliance fired countless nuclear missiles and all of them dropped out of the sky and into the Atlantic Ocean without ever making it to shore. Confused, England's Prime Minister and other European leaders attempted to contact King Silas to open communications with him and discuss what was taking place. But Silas did not answer any of their calls and instead released a statement that he would address the world at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Anxious, Spain, France and Italy continued to launch nuclear missiles, only to have theirs drop into the Atlantic as well. Panic was starting to set in. The world's nuclear arsenal was useless against America. All of Europe, and essentially the entire world, had walked right into the lion's den. Good evening, America. It has been an intense 24 hours. The new kingdom of America was bracing for what appeared to be a nuclear onslaught. However, for unexplained reasons, the nuclear missiles heading towards America fell harmlessly out of the sky. News outlets from around the world have confirmed not a single nuclear warhead has detonated on American soil. There are also no confirmed reports of any nuclear bombs detonating in the ocean waters either. The footage on your screen now comes from a commercial fishing crew off the coast of Bermuda, which captured this dramatic video of an apparent nuclear missile plunging into the ocean approximately a mile north of their fishing vessel. 
Well, it's anyone's guess at this hour as to what has caused these missiles to inexplicably fall out of the sky. As there is no official word yet from the office of King Osiris. We are awaiting the king to make a scheduled statement from the podium at the Grand Castle any minute now. Just a short while ago, sources from the French government claimed French commercial pilots reported strange lights beaming from an object in the stratosphere just before the missiles went down. But these are unconfirmed reports. Hold it. Everyone, King of Silence is approaching the podium. We go to the podium now as the king is about to speak. Citizens of the New Kingdom of America and the world. 24 hours ago, I informed everyone in America there was no need to fear a nuclear attack. And now that we know a hundred nuclear warheads launched since that announcement have been neutralized and have dropped harmlessly into the Atlantic Ocean, many are left wondering how this was possible. The nuclear missiles were never going to harm America because we possess a weapon called the net ray. How this machine functions is not something I will reveal for obvious reasons. But I will tell you what it does. The net ray neutralizes nuclear material in the warheads and renders them utterly useless. It also causes the rocket propulsion system to fail, which is why the missiles fall out of the sky. What this means is if any country wishes to launch a nuclear missile at us, we can neutralize it, no matter where in the world they launch it from. I want to say something specifically to the leaders of the world. What this means for you is your country's nuclear defenses or preemptive offenses are no longer a threat to America. And since the New Kingdom is the only country that possesses this weapon, it also means your countries are now vulnerable to the nuclear arsenal we possess. I want everyone to know that I am not trying to destroy the world or conquer it. On the contrary, my goal is to unite the people of the world against the greatest threat to all countries on planet Earth. A threat to all of humanity. A threat that has been manipulating mankind for longer than anyone can possibly imagine. I will give world leaders time to think this over. For those who wish to join America on this quest to rid the true monsters that defile mankind, please make your intentions known. For those of you who do not, I will give you time to reconsider because your options and negotiations have been reduced significantly. I will not be taking any questions at this time, but I will say to Americans everywhere, you can sleep much better tonight. Remember, we stand together as Americans, and we are united. Good night, and God bless America. Well, it appears the king has made both assurances to Americans and simultaneously threatened countries that will not align with America. King Silas has just made it clear to everyone 
that he is not trying to destroy the world or conquer it, as he puts it. But it does seem like America is positioning to dominate other countries. For more analysis on this blockbuster news, we turn to an expert on foreign affairs under King of Silas's reign, attorney Mary Ruth. Mrs. Ruth, welcome to the program. It's Miss, and thank you for inviting me, Tom. Forgive me, Ms. Ruth. Can you give us a sense of what has just taken place? Who are these true monsters that King is referring to in his statement tonight? Well, one thing I can say with certainty is King Asylus would never mention insignificant details to the public, such as this reference to monsters. I've been working with the offices of Lord Jeremy Orb for the last year and have a good relationship with several members of the High Council, and they never give any details about what they do to the public unless it's absolutely necessary and absolutely true. King Asylus prefers to say nothing than lie to the public. So, in essence... Americans should just take what the king says at face value? I hope you understand the issue here. There are unconfirmed reports of entire families committing suicide out of fear they would die in a nuclear attack. And untold numbers of Americans committing suicide in various states throughout the kingdom are being reported. Don't you think it is dangerous for the king to not be more forthcoming about some details so people don't panic and end up hurting others or themselves out of fear. Honestly, we've reached a point where if people do not trust in King Asylus and decide to take matters into their own hands, they will likely be on the losing end. America is ruled by a king who has everyone's interest in mind and has not been wrong on anything significant as of yet. Look at the state of the kingdom. America expanded to include the entire Western Hemisphere. Now that Canada will become part of America as well. This was not by sheer chance or luck, Tom. This happened because King Asylus is a genius, a mastermind, and he's trying to defeat the enemy of humanity. Not another nation, not for the sake of plundering resources or for some warped sense of colonialism or for military advantages. If the king says all nations have a common enemy, then the world should truly listen. Ms. Ruth, just for clarification, Has America officially taken control of Canada? There's no question about it, Tom. It is unofficially American territory now. And as you will see in the weeks and months to come, a war will be fought over much more than just Canada. It is my opinion the attack on Canada was purely strategic, meant to provoke a nuclear attack on America and for King Asylus to unveil his net ray machine and its capabilities. I have no doubt England and Europe will not surrender to King Asylus, and Americans should prepare for a war fought on the ground. Hold on. So America is definitely responsible for the death of the Canadian Prime Minister? I ask because there has been no official claim by King Asylus that America was responsible for what happened in the nuclear bombing outside of Ottawa. Did I miss something here? No, I didn't mean to sound like I know what really happened, Tom. But England and the European alliance has already declared war on America, so it's a moot point. Whether America was responsible or not seems insignificant at this juncture, since war has already been declared. There's no going back now. Fair enough. Let's move on. Do you think King Asylus would use nuclear arms on other countries? I don't think he wants to, but I do believe he will if push comes to shove. Look. America clearly has the most powerful army in the world now. And if the European alliance and England 
and others could even threaten to beat America, you can bet a Silas would use nukes to gain the advantage. I think people should really pay close attention to what is at stake here. And that is, King Silas wants to lead the human race in destroying an enemy apparently superior to us. Are you suggesting that something non-human is what King Silas is referring to? Like I said, King Silas would not reveal a detail such as true monsters if he wasn't being blunt about something non-human. You mean like extraterrestrial beings? Like Roswell gray alien types? I have no idea, Tom. But I am sure whatever these monsters are, the king will reveal them soon enough. It's too important for him not to. Look, it's fair you ask these questions, and you know millions of other people are thinking the same thing. What are these true monsters, you know? So I think I know the king well enough by now. This whole mentioning of true monsters is preemptive, and he probably already has a strategy in place to convince the people, not just Americans, but people all over the world, that they need to side with America now. Ms. Mary Ruth, I thank you sincerely for shedding some much-needed light on this topic. I'm certain Americans everywhere can go to bed a little less confused. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us tonight. You're welcome, Tom. Anytime. King Silas shocked the world and revealed the net ray. The royal families of Europe and England met with government officials and generals of the European alliance. They were very concerned with their limited options in dealing with Silas's military bravado. The threat had become more real to them and they were unsure of what move to make. The Polish officials were weary and wanted to negotiate with Asilis and perhaps make a deal to avoid a large-scale war. But the others were not as concerned with the loss of life as they were about their power and influence. King George spoke to those who had convened that night and said they needed to consult with the elders of the monster group. Three nights later, they all met in ritual and sacrificed several small children in order to please Mark. King George was adamant about a full-scale ground war with America and demanded all states in the European alliance stand with England in engaging America militarily. There would be no surrender, no negotiations, in spite of their clear disadvantage. The elders of the monster group insisted these matters would have to be dealt with human force because any inkling of non-human intervention would only give Osalis more credence to his claim of true monsters against humanity. 
Lord Oreb, it appears England and Europe have no interest in negotiating terms for a surrender, nor are they interested in joining America in this battle against the monsters. Of course, sir. They are preparing a full ground war and don't care how many of their people die in the process. It's curious how their own population cannot see their leaders are monsters as well. In more ways it could possibly imagine. You know, they're just stalling to formalize their strategies. Indeed, sir. But they are too arrogant and stupid to realize even this is playing into our favor. An urgent radio transmission is coming in. Lord Oreb and King Asylus, what is the status of the European alliance? They're asking for another 24 hours as they continue to debate our propositions. Sir, we should let them stretch this out 48 hours. That will give us enough time to position all the Spartans for a simultaneous Trishul attack. Fear and anxiety are our friends, Lord Shelley. We want them to feel us encroaching on their borders with tanks, ships, and troops. So hold off on using the Trishul when you arrive. I don't understand, sir. I thought we were going to lift the fog and continue with our current strategies. I can address this, Lord Shelley. We believe the royals and top officials are thinking of fleeing the country. Using the Trishul right away would hinder us from getting to them before the mob kills them. Lord Shelley, we will use the Trishul, but not yet. However, you'll have a team of Spartans with you. Just wait for my command on when and where to use it. We're going with our Plan T scenario. My sources from England insist the royals are still in England. But King George and the others are likely going to leave the country. Perhaps they already have. Probably to some safe zone in Europe. Sir, in that case, don't you think we should place teams of Spartans throughout Europe? We simply don't have enough ground presence to make any headway in the interior of Europe without weeks of battle on the ground. Our Middle Eastern allies have been positioning throughout the Mediterranean Sea. Some are already near the Greek-Turkish border, and we have enough air defenses to overwhelm anybody. So, King Hussein is making good on his promise. Good. That's a new development. Lord Shelley, we weren't able to brief you within the last three hours because of some diplomatic hiccups. Maintain your position and be ready to move on England. Your first objective will be to attack their naval blockade. Once our forces break through, make your move on London the first priority. Have your team of Spartans enter London and be ready to initiate the Trishul on the King's command. You know your subsequent objectives from there. Affirmative. But how will we be able to locate the Royals in hiding if we don't use the Trishul right away? We are deploying a Spartan from the Knights of Special Ops program. He will ensure the capture of all Royals. I wasn't aware the Knight Spartans were ready to see any battlefield action. Lords Tracy Roberts and Capone have been working with them for the last three months, and I feel, although they haven't had enough time to ensure their effectiveness, we've simply run out of time. The Knight Spartan we're sending is using the codename Gideon. Once there, he not only can assist you with the capturing of the Royals, but also fighting alongside our troops on the front. When will Gideon arrive? Lord Shelley, when our forces break through the naval blockade and make it on land, we'll transport him there. Don't worry. Gabriel again, I presume. As much as I still think we shouldn't trust him, he can be quite resourceful. I share your sentiment, Lord Shelley. 
but we must use everything at our disposal while we can. Proceed with confidence, and may God be with you. Your Majesty, are you sure sending the Night Spartan is wise? We haven't tested them in real battles yet. This is a risky move. What if he goes AWOL? Or worse, what if he can't control his thoughts? I had a bomb implanted inside him. Not an atomic one, of course, but one that will blow him into a million pieces if he loses control. He'll be neutralized. It's that simple. Send Lord Shelley a communication with this warning and the code for detonating the bomb should Gideon go haywire. Good thinking, sir. I'll send this over right away. Silas, I wish to stay up with you tonight. Can we lounge on the Grand Terrace and look at the stars together? I just need my husband near me right now. There's so much going on, and I don't think many of us have really had time to process everything. Forgive me for being so needy, my love. You need not ever ask forgiveness for wanting your husband near you. I know I've been distant lately. I I know the world is on edge and people are scared. 
I know this and feel it in my heart. It is a beautiful night, and it's made more beautiful with your wonderful smile in the moonlight. Your chair is too far away. Better still, how about I just lay my head on your chest? I'm not too heavy, am I, love? <laughs> not at all. God, I needed this too. I really should take a break sometimes and just be with you like this more often. I love you, Rebecca. I've been meaning to tell you something very important to our family, but with all this war panic recently, it was impossible to talk about. Perhaps it still is since it looks like we're going to war with England and Europe. Tell me, my love. What's going on? Well, it's Jacob. He wants to propose to Monica. He's so in love with that girl, and she is so adorable. I just love her and think she will make a great daughter-in-law. But Jacob is worried you don't approve of her. And Isaac, well, he's been so mean lately. I like Monica, you know that. I think she makes Jacob very happy. Anyone can see that. Of course I approve. He'll be so happy when I tell him. I think he's going to propose this week. I just don't know if you'll be gone when he does or not. We'll see, my love. We'll see. In the meantime, we should plan a celebration, assuming she says yes. Oh my. <laughs> she better say yes or I'll hang her myself. <laughs> <laughs> You've done well going on TV with the King's Message, Miss Ruth. Perhaps you should make your rounds on daytime talk shows as well. Of course, Lord Oreb. It's so interesting how quickly people forget things. Just a few days ago, everyone was panicking and thinking the world was going to end. And yet today, it's back to seasonal recipe ideas and movie reviews. It's truly astonishing. It's been that way for as long as anyone can remember. Maybe it's always been that way. That's why you need to remind them of the things they should be terrified of. Remind them constantly, Miss Ruth. Write columns about it. Go on radio shows, podcasts, everything. And tell them how important it is that they stay informed about the monsters. Because whether they know it or not, the world they have always known is going to end. And they will not be able to forget about it so easily when it finally does. Listening to The Rise of King of Silas, Episode 13, The Net Ray, starring J.B. Torres as King of Silas, Steve Fisher as Lord Jeremy Oren, Shane Maester as Lord Anna Patricia Shelley, Meg McDonald as Queen Rebecca, Elena Middleton as Mary Ruth, Don Rosinski as Newsreader, and narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song I Want to Destroy Something Beautiful by Josh Woodward 
Other contributions by Sergey Chermisi, Paranoid Android, D Yankee, Freesound.org, and Audio Jungle. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at theriseofkingasilas.com. Please subscribe to this program on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King Asylus. And like our page on Facebook. Also check out our friends, Two Girls on a Bench, Subject Found, Empty, and Arthurian, Dark Saga. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2018. And stay tuned for Episode 14. Time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean. Don't congregate and kindly shelter in place. Also wash your hands and don't touch your face. So use soap and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of Corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.